Today on CityCast Chicago, one fact that never fails to enrage me, Chicago has the most lead water lines of any city in the country. Unfortunately, our toxic lead problem may be even worse than we thought. A new analysis from The Guardian paints a clearer picture, and reporter Taylor Moore is here to talk about it. It's Monday, September 26th. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is CityCast Chicago. What's up, Taylor? Good morning. Welcome back to CityCast Chicago. Hi, Jacoby. Happy to join you. When we hear so much about lead, right, lead in paint, lead in kids' toys, but especially lead in water, can you set those stakes? When you say that it's not good for our health, it can be bad for us, what does that exactly, like, what actually does that look like? Yeah, so lead um, is a neurotoxin. Um, It's been linked to lower IQ levels, uh, behavioral disorders, learning disorders. And in, in adults, too, um, it's been associated with kidney problems, um, increased blood pressure. You know, health researchers say there's no safe amount of lead to consume. And for, for children, especially, the effects can be really damaging. Um, there's no cure to lead poisoning. Um, the effects can't really be reversed. It can only be mitigated and taught early. Hearing how much lead is in Chicago water, and we'll break down like what the, the testing numbers were, where exactly does the lead in our water come from? What is that contributing source? The source of the, you know, the lead in the water is from the the lead pipes that have been installed in the city. Is that something that's like in my crib? Like, is that behind the sink or is that like further out in the streets? Um, it's it's further on the streets. Um, it's attached to the, the city water mains. Um, so since the 1850s, um, Chicago and then, you know, cities across the country have installed um, lead pipes. It's inexpensive. It's easy to install. And it wasn't until um, the 1920s through the 1950s when health researchers were finding that lead was contributing to major health problems, particularly in children. But, you know, Chicago continued uh, because of the political clout that the plumbing lobby, plumbers unions had, that lead pipes were continuing to be uh, required to be installed in the city for decades after we already knew that they were causing problems. And so across the city of Chicago, in our homes, in our schools, in our parks, like you said, any place that was cranking out running water from about the 1850s through the 1980s in our city was likely coming in contact with lead pipes. Uh, So let's talk numbers, right? 2022, what do you and your colleagues at The Guardian find out? We took a look at the, the data available in the Chicago Data Reportal portal, which was, you know, open source um, information available to anyone in the city. We found um, a PDF with a table that stretched more than 800 pages. It was uh, uh, water testing results from residents from 2016 to 2021. And uh, the city had never released an analysis of the results. When we asked them, they had actually never done analysis of the results. But we found um, through looking at these 24,000 tests that one in 20 water tests performed for Chicago residents found that lead was at or above U.S. government limits, which was 15 parts per billion. Um, so there is an allowable limit to how much lead can be in the water. And we- So experts say no amount of lead is safe. The U.S. government says 15 parts per billion. That's an amount that is acceptable. And based on that, how many did you say Chicago tests were, were at or above that? So one in 20 tap water tests for this particular data set 
But you bring up a good point about um, the differing uh, action levels between, you know, the CBC, uh, between um, the EPA. If we are to look at the the allowable limits for bottled water, according to our analysis, one in three tests had led above the allowable limits, um, you know, which is a really egregious. Mm-hmm. And if you looked at, I remember the article, if you looked at the American Academy of Pediatrics, what their standards are, how many of those tests would have uh, been, in many cases, I guess, a failed test? 71%. And so this has to be confusing for people. And maybe one of the reasons people kind of turn their nose, because if you look at the government standards, Chicago is somewhat within compliance at, you know, uh, what was it? 19 out of 20 tests were, were at compliance. But if you look at the FDA standard for bottled water, now you're looking closer to 33% failing tests. And then you move to another standard, 71%. T- Taylor, with all of this data that the city gathered and then, as you said, did nothing with it. So were they just sitting on these, as you said, egregious numbers? Yeah, they. Um, this data was available um, publicly on the city of Chicago website. The city, the state, knows how extensive the lead problem is. It's been, you know, well covered for the past several years. That there's been movement, um, you know, in Capitol Hill, uh, in Springfield, um, to replace these lead pipes. City of Chicago um, has implemented a, a program to replace um, lead service lines uh, for free for low income residents. And then we were able to, in the story, talk to people who um, are trying to undergo that process. But it's it's really onerous. We spoke to um, a woman named Juliana Ramirez, who was filling out paperwork for her mother um, on the southeast side to to qualify for this program. Um, but it was just it requires a huge mountain of paperwork. Um, the city asked for um, documents to prove income status, which included tax returns, pay stubs, social security cards, even school transcripts for the family, um, which, you know, um, I I struggle to understand how knowing what kind of grades um, a child is getting would affect the eligibility of someone to get their blood service lines replaced. Um, And then there was also issues with the website crashing. It took 12 times for them to actually submit the paperwork. I think it's also an uphill battle for the city to communicate, you know, what is lead? Why is it harmful to people's health? Um, You know, the city committed to replacing um, 650 lead pipes by the end of 2021. According to a report from WTTW, only 154 lead pipes have been replaced. And at this rate of replacement, it would take 500 years for Chicago to um, fully eliminate lead pipes in in the city. Well, you know, just longer than our country has even been around to get rid of a problem that we've created in the last century. Taylor, on a residential level, what communities are largely impacted? Where are we seeing these lead pipes concentrated? In our analysis, we found that nine of the top 10 zip codes uh, with the highest percentage of high lead levels uh, were in neighborhoods with majorities of Black and Hispanic residents. Neighborhoods like Bronzeville, South Chicago, um, the East Side, Roseland, Auburn Gresham, Chatham, um, Garfield Park. You know, and these are neighborhoods that are already hard hit by, you know, public health crises. We found that in one home in South Chicago. Um, it had lead levels of 1,100 parts per billion, which is 73 times 
the limit wow. that the EPA sets. And for a family or someone living in, you know, in Chicago, like what would spark you to get your water tested? Can you taste lead in your water? Can you tell that something is wrong with your tap water? Yeah, um, I would encourage um, everyone to you know, get their water tested uh, through the city. You can request um, through at least 311 to get um, a lead water testing kit. But I think that, I don't think it's immediately obvious to anyone that there's lead in the water, uh, which is what makes the, this crisis so scary. And now in 2022, even if your home is found to have an inordinate amount of lead in your water, if you don't qualify on an income level, you would be on the hook for this. And what is that bill in Chicago? The cost is estimated um, around twenty to thirty thousand to get the lead service lines replaced on your own dime, um, you know, which is prohibited for most people. Um, when we sent, um, you know, the the findings of this investigation to the city, um, they told us. Well, when they told us that the city's tap water should not be held to the same standards as bottled water, they said the city's testing method for lead in- involves deliberately letting the water stand for several hours in the pipes. Um, and is an overestimation because, you know, the data says from people testing the wire themselves based on city instructions versus an inspector doing it. So they said everybody should test their water and then they get the results and they say, but hey, y'all did that testing. It's not us doing it. And so we can't actually trust the findings. Yeah, that's that's what they told us. But they also told us that they recommend that res- residents, you know, if your uh, wire tests come back with a um, high level of lead, they, you know, they send you uh, water filters um, and that residents... Um, should be able to mitigate it by running the their water for five minutes every day, um, just to you know to fl- to flush anything out. Um, and that's really Have not a solution. No. Yeah, I, I learned that about a year ago from the homie Monica Ang, and I still haven't done it to this day. I have not turned my water on for five minutes before I get a. Yeah, and how, I'm just trying to get a glass of water. <laughs> this ain't no six minute process. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's also um it's wild that that's the recommendation too, because the city several years ago really pushed um water meters on on residents to um, you know, be able to um pay for the water that they use. But um I spoke to to one person who told me um, you know, he installed the water meter based on the city's recommendation, but now there's lead in his water. So they you know, they're telling him to to flush out the water. Um, which actually increases his bill uh, for water every month. Having known a lot of this information, not only how bad the crisis is, you know, that they have these, you know, testing kits or things they'll send out to your house. What's new about this analysis that that people should not miss? Because you don't want people to see the headline and be like, well, I already know it's lead in the water. On to the next one. What, what's, what's new in this study? What's really important to Hammer Home is that this is the information that the city has had for five plus years. But um, you know, the rate of replacement is still very low, which is due to, um, you know, issues with funding, um, with bureaucratic gridlock, et cetera. Um, but I think it really speaks to how the city in particular um, is not treating this issue as urgent or as an emergency as it should be. Um, and I think, um, you know, through this investigation, um, which is really built upon um, a lot of the, the work that local reporters have been doing for years as well, um, is to really um, elevate this issue to a national problem because it really should be uh, a national emergency um, that this is happening in the third largest city in the country. To have this information for five years mean it's gone through multiple uh, mayoral administrations. Uh, and when the mayor came in, she 
lambasted her predecessors for, as she said, kicking the bucket on this. So even though the rate of replacement is abysmal, has it improved under Mayor Lightfoot and has she made any, you know, recommendations or, or put down any plans that show that we're going to increase our pacing if she is, you know, to be reelected in February? You know, I think there is credit to be deserved for uh, implementing uh, voluntarily uh, a program that helps low income people you know, replace their lead pipes, but there hasn't been um, evidence from what I can tell that the city is looking to um, increase that rate in response to the WTTW article about the um, rate of replacement, which our story didn't focus on as much. Uh, Lori Lightfoot said the task is easier said than done. Um, she said, I became the first Chicago mayor in history to say enough is enough. And then she like acknowledged like the the scale is will be difficult. It's I don't think there's been um you know, a renewed promise to go faster uh, or to meet this particular goal or to revamp um, the the goal itself. Taylor, you made it very clear in your reporting alongside uh, your colleagues that this isn't the first time we've talked about lead and it definitely won't be the last. How do we keep folks from getting fatigued about this? How do you and I keep from getting fatigued about this? No, it's, it's difficult. Um, thinking about the the scale of this problem and um, the timelines that are being set. Uh, I probably will be around when, you know, 2071, when um, the lead pipes are expected to all be removed in the city of Chicago. That's a 2071. That's a very long time. Um, I think that what people can do is, you know, continue to urge city council members, urge um, their state legislators to um, continue passing legislation, you know, that, you know, really challenges these timelines and not, you know, leaving it up to residents to um, request it from the city. You know, this should be something that everyone is entitled to know about. That was freelance journalist Taylor Moore. She worked on this report for The Guardian with Aaron McCormick and Aaliyah Utiova. You can find a link in the show notes. Before I let you go, a little bit of news, y'all. According to public health officials, Chicago and Cook County are back at low risk for catching COVID-19 for the first time since May. Now, while masks are no longer recommended inside or on public transit, booster shots are being heavily encouraged. Bulls training camp starts tomorrow, which means we're less than a month from the NBA season kicking off. Unfortunately, point guard Lonzo Ball is scheduled for knee surgery later this week, so he won't be participating. And some good news to get you through. Come and kick it with the CityCast team for our happy hour this Thursday at Midwest Coast Brewing from 6 to 7.30. You can come out as we celebrate the end of the Summer Bucket List Challenge. We're going to have a couple laughs. You can grab a drink or two on us. We'll see you there. As always, we appreciate you for listening. Subscribe to our daily newsletter at chicago.citycast.fm. I'm going to talk to you tomorrow. Peace. I hate lead pipes so much. So much.